everyone, welcome to today's podcast where I talk about how to deal with unhealthy cravings. Once you can do this, weight loss becomes a lot easier. And there's a couple strategies I wanna share with you uh, to help you do it. So the first thing you wanna understand is that there's a intensity of how you feel an unhealthy craving that depends on your hunger, right? So the hungrier you are, the more intense those unhealthy cravings are going to be. So the first suggestion I like to make in order to deal with unhealthy cravings is to avoid them uh, or at least minimize them by managing your hunger. So if you think about your hunger throughout the day on a scale of zero to 10, zero being starving, 10 being stuffed, ideally where you wanna be is like a three, four, five, you know, in a place where you're not that hungry, where you're satisfied, where you're nourished, because in that place, it's gonna minimize all your cravings and then you can make healthier choices, right? So that's the first step. If you don't get really hungry, if you don't over restrict, then you're gonna be able to manage cravings a lot better. And that's something that a lot of people don't think because again, the dieting mindset is that you wanna restrict as much calories as possible so that you lose weight as quick as you can. But simultaneously what that's doing is it's blasting your cravings up into the stratosphere and makes it very difficult to say no to them. So again, what we want to do is we want to manage our hunger. The more you manage your hunger, the easier it is to deal with cravings. They're just, they're muted. They're, they're more minimized. So that's the first step is managing your hunger. Now, the next step is how do you manage your hunger well, right? Well, there's a way to manage your hunger and to again, reduce unhealthy cravings. So I'm going to get to how you deal with unhealthy cravings, but what I'm talking about right now is preventing them. The more you get into a preventative mindset, the easier this process is, right? So again, I, I know I just said this, but a lot of people are expecting they're gonna have unhealthy cravings. They're gonna expect that they have to fight against them. I want you to take a step back from that and say, wait a second, how can I avoid them? How can I minimize them? That's the first step. And so the way you do that, where you get, you manage your hunger and you reduce the unhealthy cravings, is that you eat more nourishing foods, which is um, really, again, what I always recommend is more whole plant-based foods. The more you put those foods into your body, what you're doing is you're satisfying your micronutrient needs because a big part of your hunger is not just if you've had enough calories, it's also whether you've had enough volume of food to stretch your stomach, to fill your intestines, and whether you're satisfying your micronutrient needs. Just like with your calories, if you don't get enough calories in your body, what happens? Your body sends you a signal that you're hungry, okay? And if you don't get enough micronutrients into your body, your body sends you the same signal. So that's another key one to kind of keep the hunger at bay, keep it, keep it balanced, is to start eating more nourishing foods because you get the double whammy effect of satisfying your micronutrient needs, I guess triple whammy, of you satisfy your micronutrient needs on a deep level, you consume more volume of food, which makes you feel more full. And then the third big one, if you're eating more plant-based foods, you're getting more fiber into your body and the fiber stays in your intestines and makes you feel more satisfied. And so now you're in this place where you're nourished, you're energized, you're thinking clearly and your hunger's at bay. Well, now it's a lot easier. You might have cravings for some unhealthy foods, but they're, again, they're muted and you can deal with them, okay? So those are kind of the preventative approaches. And I guess the third bonus one to deal with that is also drink more water. Your body a lot of times will misinterpret thirst for hunger. And so if you drink enough water, it helps to manage that hunger, keep you on an even keel and deal with those unhealthy cravings. Okay, so that's how to prevent them. But what happens when they show up, right? You're still gonna get unhealthy cravings sometimes. And again, it depends how you eat. The more processed food you eat, the more unhealthy cravings you're gonna have. 
just like if you do cocaine, the more cocaine you do, the more cocaine cravings you're going to have, you know, because they're both addictive substances. So the more you kind of wean out the processed foods, the sugar, the flour, the processed ingredients, um, usually the better, you know, the less the, the unhealthy cravings going to show up. Um, but they're still going to show up sometimes, okay? That, that's just the nature of the game. We're surrounded by unhealthy foods that are very addictive. So you are going to have these cravings sometimes. So how do you deal with them once they show up? You've managed your hunger. Um, you drank your water. You've done all those things. They still show up. Now it becomes kind of a mindset game. But before we get into the mindset, we always want to do a trip through the body. Sometimes when we start to have unhealthy cravings, our physiological response is to get tense, right? We get, we get nervous. Oh, shit. Here comes the unhealthy cravings. We get worried. We get anxious. We go into a fight, flight, or freeze state. So we want to get out of that because we're in a fight, flight, or freeze state. We're not connected to all of our mental resources. So when you feel an unhealthy craving, the first thing I want you to do physically is relax. Calm down. Relax your muscles, shoulders, chest, stomach, face, jaw. Relax. Take a deep breath. Center yourself. Right? We kind of relax ourselves. Let the blood flow back up to your brain so you can think clearly. We start with that. And then we go to the mindset pieces. And here's where it gets interesting. What you want to do is recognize that typically when you have an unhealthy craving, what you're doing is you're thinking about eating that food and that's how you're imagining it. So for example, let's just say all of a sudden you're like, oh, I want Ben and Jerry's ice cream, okay? So what you're doing typically when you think about that Ben and Jerry's ice cream is you're thinking about eating it. You're thinking about getting in a pine container, whatever form you typically eat it, you're imagining getting it and eating it. And that's the movie you're making. What I want you to do is I want you to play that movie out five minutes more until you get to finishing the food, right? So you finish the food and then play out five minutes after because I want you to psychologically focus on what is the consequence of this behavior. So you have an unhealthy crave, I want ice cream. Now you relax and you think to yourself, okay, I could have the ice cream and it tastes good, but how am I going to feel five minutes after I'm done eating? How will I feel then? And now you put your minds on that. You're not bullshitting yourself. You're not trying to say, no, I can't have it. You're being honest with yourself and saying, yes, it tastes good. How's it going to feel when I'm done? And you want to notice how you're going to feel mentally, emotionally, physically after you're finished. I might feel kind of full. I might feel kind of phlegmy. Um, But the main things are the mental and emotional piece. I'm going to feel like I let myself down. I'm going to feel like I lost my momentum. I'm going to feel discouraged. I'm going to feel frustrated with myself. And so what we're doing when we train this into ourselves, and so this doesn't necessarily have to work perfectly the first time, it becomes a process that you get good at so that you start shifting your focus from not just the consumption of the food, but to the consequence that exists five minutes after you're done eating. And as you train yourself to focus on that consequence, what happens is you start to naturally feel less desire for that food. And this is a great way to manage unhealthy cravings because you're not ignoring them. You're not just trying to fight against them. You're honestly looking at it and say, okay, when I focus on the consumption, my desire for that food goes up. But when I play it out to the natural consequence that right follows it, my desire tends to go down. And now you're in a better space to deal with that unhealthy craving. So again, put all these into effect. And let me just reinforce, this isn't something you just, it works one time or it doesn't work. This is like kind of learning a song on the piano. The first time you do it, you suck at it. And the more you practice it, the better you get at it. And I promise you, the more you start to do this technique of, shifting from the consumption to the consequence, you're naturally going to reduce the desire and increase your ability to say no to those unhealthy foods. And the better you get at that, the easier it gets at mastering your weight. So give it a shot and keep practicing it until you get really good at it. Okay. Um, If anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. I will answer them 
as best I can. 33 million K, how you doing? Calcium, how to reduce stress eating? That's a great question. Uh, there's a twofer. You know, the first thing is you reduce stress in general. Um, a lot of times people with the stress eating are using the eating to distract themselves from the stress, right? Because the eating's not truly reducing the stress. Let's be honest. It is while you're eating. And then as soon as you finish eating, the stress goes right back up or more to, than where it was, you know? So it doesn't really resolve it. So the first step is to really find legitimate, genuine ways to relax yourself, to lower your stress levels that don't involve food. And so that can mean a number of things, going for walks, taking a hot bath, meditating, doing yoga. It could be anything that you want to do that calms you down and relaxes you. And as you start to integrate those things into your life, uh, it, you naturally lower your stress and then you reduce the stress eating. Um, and as I said, I was kind of alluding to it in the beginning, but I'll make it explicit. The other way is to realize that the eating is not really reducing your stress, you know, and you want to clarify that realization um, and, and reinforce it because it's not. Again, a temporary distraction is not a resolution. And so realize that, yes, eating this food now takes my mind off it and lowers it in the moment, but then it goes right back to where it was or above afterwards. You know, that, that's what I would suggest with that. Um, what kind of foods are you talking about? Uh, I'm not sure. What kind of foods was I talking about? Probably healthy, natural foods. <laughs> um, that's a little more specific. You want me to answer? I'm not, I'm not sure which, which food you're referring to. Um, what if I know I can burn it off? Oh, yeah, yeah. What if I know I can burn it off? Well, that's a dangerous game to play. There's a thing called the licensing effect. It's a cognitive bias we have. It's, it's built into our brain. You can't avoid it. And it's called the licensing effect. And basically what it means is this happens to the workout people all the time where they say, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm, I worked out hard and I burned 500 calories. I can have this little muffin. It's 200 calories. When in reality, you burned 200 calories and the muffin was 500 calories. So you've got to be, you've got to watch out for that. That licensing effect is very real. So in my experience, I don't recommend relying on burning it off. You know, there's a saying that you can't out train a bad diet. Uh, mathematically, it's a lot easier to not put the calories into your body than it is to burn them off. But if you're a real workoutaholic and that works for you, then, then you do that. But for the average person, trying to burn off the calories is uh, a poor strategy. Not going to work. Um, Astro 2000, hi, any chance I can get the program for free? I literally have zero money and really need this. I can do social media really well. Um, I, I really never give it away for free, uh, you know, because there needs to be some investment, you know, so that you show up. But shoot me a message and, and we can talk about things. Um, you can shoot me a message at Jim at Program Yourself Then or message me through TikTok. Um, the hardest part is living in this body daily. Um, you know, I would disagree with that. I would say the hardest part really is living in that mindset daily, you know, to be honest. Uh, because I've just, this has been my career, right? At 20 years doing this professionally, that I've shifted so many people's mindsets in their same body and they feel a million times better. And as soon as your mindset shifts, what happens is you can instantly, instantly feel a sense of hope, a sense of possibility, a sense of success. And so I would, I would push back on that and say the hardest part is actually living that mindset because it's the feeling of feeling hopeless, of feeling stuck, of feeling frustrated to me that's worse than even the physical impacts, you know? So... Um, that's, that's my take on that and take it or leave it. Um, it's so hard if I cut it, maybe would, um, uh, how much is your program? 
Um, I have a, a couple different levels. I just put a, the, the main program I want you to get is a thousand dollars. That's, um, it's an eight week program. I coach you for eight weeks. Um, we have group coaching calls twice a week. So I work with you twice a week for eight weeks to, to move you through it. Uh, and, but there is another version of it without the coaching that's $300. You could see both of those at programyourselfthin.com um, if you're interested. Uh, I agree it's the mindset, very negative. Yeah, it is. And it's like, that's the process. Your, that sounds like the matrix here, but your, your body, your weight is a physical projection of your mental self. And so, you know, you could put my brain in anyone's body and we're going to start losing weight because I would, you know, the way I think, the lifestyle I lead, the way I eat, um, the way I think about food, it, it w would make that happen. And so that's what I'm trying to tell you. And by the way, let me, let me put this point out. And I think this is really important. The thing with weight loss is that the weight is unpredictable and inconsistent, you know, and so you really don't want to make your weight loss the primary focus because it's very frustrating, you know, because it just it never comes off as fast as you want it to. And so I think the real focus, the real secret is to make the focus your mindset and doing things consistently that make you feel hopeful and positive and optimistic. And the good news about that is that that is instant, instant. The second you make a healthy choice, you feel better. The second you do something, you know, down the right path, you feel better. And so the beauty of focusing on the mindset is it's instantaneous results as opposed to the body, which again, it takes a while. You got to accumulate the results and, and all that. So, um, yeah, I'm glad you realize that now. Yeah, it, it's changing that negative mindset over to a more positive one. The way I would suggest you do that without the words negative and positive, which have all sorts of baggage with them, is I prefer to use the concepts of problem-oriented to solution-oriented. And most dieters, most people in general, but certainly dieters, are really wrapped up in the problem. Um, and it shows up like this. What's wrong with me? Why can't I lose the weight? Why can't I stick to a plan? Why can't I get the results I want? You're, you're always trying to analyze what's wrong with you. Um, but what that's really based around is all the problems, what you're doing wrong. And um, what you really want to do is put all that energy into the solutions. How can I make this easier? How can I make weight loss more enjoyable? How can I make it automatic? How can I make it comfortable? On, on, and on. Your subconscious mind's a servo mechanism. So it really just answers the questions you ask. And if you really paid attention, you'll realize the questions you're asking are negative, they're problem-oriented, and they're keeping you stuck. And so as soon as you change those questions over to more positive solution-oriented ones, everything changes, and it changes instantly. Uh, Calsum, how can I change mindset? Um, you know, the, the real answer is, you know, you, you need a consistent, you need a, a source of consistency. Um, let me reframe it for you. If you want to learn another language is probably one of the closest parallels to it. So if you want to learn another language, how would you learn that? And what you'd probably need more than anything else is some consistent reinforcement of that new language, some consistent exposure to it. And that helps you kind of move forward, um, you know, and, and make that happen. So uh, I would definitely recommend that because... Uh, that's the way to do it. Now, the other part of changing your mindset is to break it down into pieces. You know, I, I have this conversation all the time where, you know, people say, oh, I don't need a diet. I need to change my mindset. And I say, well, what do you mean by mindset? You know, and uh, people would be like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. You don't know. You know, in, in the program, uh, Program Yourself Then, it's eight, comp or there's six components of mindset. There is motivation, how to motivate yourself properly. 
and we break that down. There's two levels to it. Uh, there's your self-image or identity, you know, because again, that's the the cornerstone of the whole process. I believe weight loss is an inside-out process where you change how you think about yourself uh, first, and then you change your behaviors, and then you change your body. Uh, so we start there. Then um, where we go from there is we go to habits. You know, do you understand habits? The neuroscience of habits. It'd be helpful if helpful if you did. You know, otherwise you're just trying to wing it with willpower, and that doesn't work well. Uh, then we follow with emotions, how to feel the emotions you want, how to deal with the shitty emotions you don't want to feel. Um, that's a powerful part of the process, as you can imagine. Right? That's how you resolve emotional eating and not just stop it. You know, stopping emotional eating doesn't really resolve it. And um, then that's followed up by thinking like a thin person, the nuts and bolts of how to actually thin, think like a thin person. And then there is maintenance, you know, how to maintain your success, how to maintain from day one to day two, week one to week two. Uh, people overlook maintenance all the time. But again, when you break these categories down into components so you can learn them, uh, it, it's, not, it's not rocket science, I can promise you that, but it's things that you may not come up with on your own. And so when you have more details and you have a laid out structure, the whole process becomes a lot easier. So Calcium has what, what's included in the program. Oh, what I just described is a part of it. So the cornerstone of the program is really the program yourself to end technique. This is a two-minute technique I teach you. It's a self-hypnotic programming technique you use to influence and program your subconscious mind to make you thin. That's the cornerstone of it. But I also, I deliver the phone, the program through your phone because I know that the hardest part of change is remembering to do it. And so I know your phone is already part of your day. So as soon as you join the program, you download an app and you start the program there, you wake up tomorrow morning and then you wake up to a message from me. You click on that message and it brings you to a five-minute hypnosis session because for eight weeks, every morning you start with a five-minute hypnosis session and you start relaxed and calm and you get this weight loss mantra put into your mind. Each day it's a different one. So by the end of it, you got 57 new mantras in your mind. It helps you think like a thin person. And I install them hypnotically. So, that, so again, you don't, it's not like learning like school. It's like uh, watching a commercial is what it feels like. And so there, there's eight weeks of that. Then at night, you get another reminder from me to do your two-minute programming technique. Okay, you practice that. And then if you want, there's a sleep gnosis session, which is a 10-minute hypnosis session. Uh, you listen to that at night. Again, there's a core weight loss mantra. And there's two versions of it. One that has a countdown, so you can do it earlier in the night. And then there's one without a count, count out. Uh, and you do that as you go to sleep. So it helps you fall asleep while you're listening to these, these core weight loss mantras. Again, helping you think like a thin person. Uh, then there's the blueprints. And I kind of went through a little bit of it there with the mindset. There's three pillars to weight mastery. Your mindset, lifestyle, and eating. And so there's a workbook, which is a fill-in-the-blank workbook, which helps you clarify these blueprints. So there's the mindset blueprint that goes through those six categories I just told you about. There's a lifestyle blueprint, which takes you through how to sleep right, proper sleep, uh, proper hydration, uh, relaxation, breathing, nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude, how to get these things into your life in the most practical, easy way possible. Because when you do, it makes everything else easier, right? Um, and then there's the eating blueprints, you know, how to structure your eating uh, for you. You know, this is one of the things that's really missing out of weight loss. This idea with dieting that someone's going to give you a plan that they don't know you, uh, you know, they have never met you, and yet they're going to tell you how to eat for the rest of your life. It's silly, right? So you have to create your own eating plan based on your own genetics, preferences, lifestyle that fits you. But once you have that, again, you have a plan that's, that's customized to you. 
You know, you've gone through the mindset piece. You've identified what motivates you. You know what self-image, what identity you want to inhabit. Uh, you understand your habits and you've broken them down into detail, which gives you a much greater ability to change them. Uh, you understand which emotions you want to feel the most in your life and which emotions you don't want to feel and strategies to deal with that. Uh, you've learned how to think like a thin person. You've answered these questions and you, you've got these all written out for yourself, customized to you. Uh, you know how to maintain, right? You've got strategies for dealing with that. So uh, again, all of it's very strategic. And uh, I think that's what makes it unique in the weight loss world. And then finally, there's every week we have uh, two coaching calls, you know, where you get to work with me, you know, personally, you know, and so I, I help move you through that process. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Sounds great. There's no one fits all. Yeah, it's so true. And I think that's, you know, I always say like with the diet mindset, it's like people are so, so obsessed with like chasing the quick fixes that they don't just put the work in and just do it. You know, you put, I don't know, you, you, you put a couple months a year into the, into doing this and, and designing it specifically for you. So you have strategies that are custom made for you. It's like, you have those forever. Like here's let me, let me show you what it looks like at the end. Cause here I am 30 years later, I, I lost 50 pounds and I've maintained that 50 pound weight loss for 30 years, but it's on near autopilot. That, that's the main point I want to make. I've, I haven't dieted. I don't even work out. I've started doing some resistance stuff for other reasons, but over 30 years, I haven't consistently, I haven't worked out at all. I've done little blips here and there for, for different stuff. But um, so, so how I've mastered my weight is I've designed it around my strengths. My strengths are I'm, I'm lazy when it comes to food. I, I don't like cooking. I don't like preparing stuff. And so I built it around me. But now I have an eating plan that I love. Like it's easy. It's easy for me because it's custom made for me. I like it. It's made for me. And so I could see that this is the key point, right? Tell me if you ever even imagined this was possible. I now have an eating plan that I could imagine myself doing for the next hundred years. Like I could see myself eating this way. I'd love to eat this way. I love it. You know, I love my lifestyle. It's custom made for me. I, I love living this way. The mindset piece, I, I've got it all down. So I love living this way and I'm excited every day. See the big focus, the big shift here is this, that most people are fixated on weight loss. And what that's all about is obviously just losing the weight but it doesn't prepare you to keep it off. And you probably experienced this. You've lost the weight and then you put it back on. And so this program is really built around living at your goal weight for the rest of your life on near autopilot. And I think, you know, you have probably never heard a program where that was the main focus, you know? And uh, that's what makes it different. So if you have a different focus and a different way of approaching things, you're gonna get a different outcome, you know? Is popcorn good for fiber? Um, I'd imagine it's probably decent for fiber. Um, I would guess. I should know that, but it's better than potato chips, probably. You know. Um, but anyways, I, I got to get out of here. But if anyone is interested in, in kind of you know learning more about this approach, uh, click the link in my bio. Go get your hypnosis session. I got a, a free hypnosis session to give you. Uh, it's a new thin me. It's it's kind of a kickstart session to kind of help clarify what the goal is, help you connect to, it and get you excited. You know, and so it's a different way to approach your weight loss that I think you're going to enjoy. It's free. You know, just go click that link and, and sign up for it. Uh, it takes you a couple minutes to, for me to process that. And so as soon as you sign up, I, I, there's a training I give you, three steps to master your weight. And so watch it. <laughs> I lay out the whole system uh, for you. And uh, then I email you every day. I, I send you coaching emails and, and encouragement. So 
if you haven't gotten into that, do it. It's, it's totally free. And then if, um, if you're really serious and want to get joined with the program, you know, um, you can go to programyourselfden.com and check it out. All right, everyone, have a super day, and I'll talk soon. Bye.